You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 22. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different this week and next week as well. I run a group coaching program for weight loss called Nurse Yourself, Body and Mind. And as part of this program, we do several group coaching calls every week. Last week, I coached two of my clients, Christina and Michelle, on one of these calls, and it generated a lot of conversation amongst the group afterwards. I think they both brought up issues that we all can relate to, so I thought I'd share it with you here on the podcast. So this week, we'll hear Christina getting coached around food grief, and then next week, you'll hear Michelle getting coached on weekend overeating. But today, let's talk about food grief. Christina talks about an experience she had with a piece of chocolate birthday cake, something she usually loves. But this time, she just didn't enjoy it as much, and she subsequently felt some sadness over the fact that she didn't get the enjoyment she expected from the cake. We call this food grief. And food grief can really happen in two ways. The first is that when you start changing the way you eat, your taste buds change too. So, for example, if you don't eat as much sugary processed foods as you used to, sometimes these foods can either taste too sweet for you when you eat them, or you find that it just doesn't taste as good anymore. You don't enjoy it. And when you think back on all the memories you have of eating those foods before and really enjoying them, you can experience a little bit of grief over not getting that pleasure anymore. And then the second way food grief can happen is if you expect food to make you feel a certain way, and then when you eat the food, it doesn't. And this is exactly what happened to Christina. She expected the cake to make her feel happy and excited, and then when she didn't feel that way after eating the cake, she felt disappointed. Now, oftentimes, food grief happens when food is your primary source of pleasure. And so when you feel some grief or loss over not enjoying the food anymore, it's not necessarily that you're grieving the food, but that you're grieving the loss of pleasure. So an important part of the weight loss process is making sure you're getting pleasure in other parts of your life and not just from food. So without further ado, here's the coaching session with Christina. You'll hear what happened with the birthday cake and what that cake was actually representing for her. So here it is. Good afternoon, ladies. I feel like it's Monday. So I was away all last week um, and then I had to work at the hospital yesterday. So when I woke up today, it's like I feel like this business, Waza, is my real job. And then, you know, going to the hospital is something else that I just have to do. So for some reason today just feels like a Monday. Anyway, um, here we are. Who would like coaching today? All right, Christina, thank you. Okay. So Sunday was Autumn's birthday. Mm-hmm. And at first I had my mom making like this really dense like chocolate peanut butter cake so I can eat it. And then I was like, oh, I'm not really, I, I'm really not doing well with my weight loss mom. Like just don't make that cake. Cause I wanted that one. Cause otherwise sponge cake is like, whatever. 
I don't really like it all that much. And I was like, so just don't make that one. Cause then she was going to have to make another one. Cause lots of people don't like that one. And then long story short, we needed a lot of cake. And my, one of my nieces only eats the chocolate cake. So we got the chocolate cake anyway. So I was like, okay, well that's great. Like, cause I planned to have cake anyway. So I was like, great. I get the cake I want and I'll take like a good piece of cake and stuff. And then like halfway through the cake, I was like, why did I like this cake so much? It just was like, I think I like threw half my piece out. I tried like scraping the peanut butter ganache out of the layers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just eat some. I like, and I was just like, why did I like, like, I love this cake before. Like, I don't like just regular cake, but this cake, I like loved it before. And now I just was like, that was disappointing. What was different about the cake this time? It just wasn't like, it was fine. Like it just was fine. I mean, it is a really like dense cake. Like as mm-hmm. far as cake go, it's like really okay. dense. It's not like light and fluffy. So it's always been like a little bit heavy. Like you would never eat a huge piece or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like fine. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to eat this anymore. <laughs> okay. It just, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. Like I used to love that cake. So I was expecting to be like, oh yeah, this is great. And then it was not great. So you, you threw out half of your piece of cake. Yeah. And it's not like my mom did anything different or like wrong. Like it was was exactly what I was expecting. How do you feel about all this? So at first I was like, wow, that's like good. I didn't keep eating the cake that I like didn't really care for sort of thing. But now I feel like I'm like disappointed. It's like mourning, like this love of cake, I guess. Like, like I really liked the cake and it's like when my mom was like, I made the chocolate cake. I'm always like, yeah, like excited. And I don't know. It just feels like, cause we celebrate with food a lot and stuff. Like it Mm -hmm. just feels like part of, part of me is missing sort of. Cause like that is different now. I don't know how to explain it. All right, but I just want to put this out there. You were also okay with not having the cake that you love there and just going with the, was it the sponge cake? Yeah, just like the the sponge cake that you didn't like so much. Yeah, that's why it's so weird. Because like, I was like, no, don't make the cake. Because like, if I'm being honest, I can't say I've been working, you know, putting my best efforts into losing weight lately. So, you know, mom, just make the one cake and then she ended up making other cakes. So then there was that moment when I saw it, where I was like, Oh, sweet. The chocolate cake's here. And then I was like, yeah, that'll be really good. Cause I was like, sponge cakes, you know, like whatever. Like when that was, when it was just like, Oh, well, I guess, like, I guess this isn't a thing that I really want to eat anymore ever again. It was just like, Kind of like how you talk about your sweater that you have that you really like. And if you lose too much weight, you're not going to be <laughs> yep. able to wear the sweater anymore. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of what ha- what's happening, okay. right? Because like now, like when there's cake and stuff, like it'll be different because like I just know that I don't want the cake really. And it's like mourning that like I'm going to have cake with everybody sort of thing. So I thought it was weird that like, I was like, this is great. Like I stopped eating the cake before I did. Like I got rid of half of it. I realized that then I'm not really enjoying it before I eat it all and stuff. But then now two days later, I'm like, 
I wish I had really liked that cake. Like I just thought it was weird. Hey, disappointing. Hey, first, first thing is, I mean, just can you just take a moment to celebrate the fact that you're in the middle of this cake that you have historically loved for your whole life. And you were able to pause and realize that you just weren't enjoying it anymore and you stopped eating it. Mm-hmm. Like that is huge. Yeah, it is. And I definitely on Sunday was like, good job, me. Like, yay, me. <laughs> but then now, three days later, I'm like, oh, I really. Yeah. Well, so let, let's. I'm glad let's, I didn't like the cake. But let's think back, okay? It was Autumn's birthday. And did you not liking that cake affect how you experienced Autumn's birthday? No. Was the cake the important part of Autumn's birthday celebration? No. If you had loved the cake, would it have, would it have changed the way you celebrated Autumn's birthday? No, it wouldn't have changed the way we celebrated yeah. it. So, Christina, I understand the morning of the chocolate cake or the cake. And it's important that you allow yourself to feel that grief because for a long time, that cake was the symbol of celebration in your family. Hmm. Right. So it's important to allow yourself to feel the grief. But at the same time, it can also be helpful to recognize that the cake isn't the celebration. It's the people, it's the family you had around you and the party that you had for autumn and all of the love and joy that was around you as you, as you celebrated her birthday on Sunday and not the cake. And part of you knew this, part of you knew this when you told your mom, you know, just don't make the chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. And I get like, it's, it's difficult for you because you have grown up in a family where you've gotten the message that food is celebration and that special foods are for special occasions. Yeah. And I think it's like throwing me off to be disappointed by something like that I'm working toward, right? Like, right. Like I want to not eat the cake. You're right though, Christina, it's no different than me, you know, having issues with this sweater that I love so much, really. Like at the end of the day, it is just a sweater and I'm certain I can go shopping and find like 16 sweaters that I like even more than this one. But I love this sweater for, for whatever reason. And when it no longer looks good on me, I'm going to have to go through this process of mourning it as well, right? It just becomes a part of who you are because how many birthdays have you had with this cake? Actually, not a lot because I get ice cream cake for my birthday. I've already decided I'm not doing, but we've had this cake around for a few years, right? So you have all of these memories, these good memories associated with the cake. And what your brain is trying to do right now is tell you, if I don't have this cake anymore, I'm not going to have these good experiences and I'm not going to make these good memories anymore. But that's not actually true. No. Yeah. So it's okay to feel disappointed because it, it makes sense that you would after having all of these nice memories around this particular chocolate cake. 
But what if we could instead start thinking about how good it feels to know that some of the foods that just aren't good for your body are no longer appealing to you? It feels good. And then I also still have those mixed emotions about it. Right. Or like, like I, I enjoy them still on some level, but not the way I used to. And then I get these like mixed emotions about it. We're like, this is what we're wanting for. Right. We're like, if I decide I can have, I'm going to have cake today, I'll either have it or not. And if I don't like it, I won't eat it or, and that's great. And then part of me is like, but I like cake. Like, sort of thing like that kids going like but I like cake why don't we cake? <laughs> right well can you think of other things in your life that aren't related to food that also make you feel good and that you like that you could in, indulge in and enjoy without the side effects of of the extra calories um I mean I like you know, video games and board games. Like I have, there's lots of, there's lots of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I bring this up, Christina, because sometimes when we are sad because we're no longer getting the same enjoyment from food, it isn't because of the food. It's because we're not actually getting the enjoyment that we need in our life. So is it possible that what you're really mourning is the opportunities to experience that enjoyment and not necessarily the cake itself? Uh, Maybe a little bit because life is definitely like there was autumn's birthday Mm -hmm. and like, really, I mean, October is a pretty, pretty busy month with like birthdays and stuff. And that just ended. But other than like those one days off, like everything just feels kind of like the same right now. Right. Like, cause I'm not working. It's like, okay, just one more day. Nothing feels special. Yeah. Right. And so what, what, what if you need that? What if you need a little bit of feeling special in your life? I think I do. And I think I'm just struggling to, to find it right now in like the day to day. I mean, autumn's birthday was special and, you know, yeah. Got together for my brothers and my dads and that. Um, right. But that's also special for other people. What about something that's special for Christina? I don't know. Cause I don't feel like I'm not doing the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm doing my journaling and I'm doing playing my games and went to our craft weekend and like, you know, watching my husband and I are watching another, a new show together. Um, and like, we're enjoying that. And like, I don't feel like I'm not doing the things on my list that I'd like to do in life, Okay, but I just don't, it's like something's missing right now. And I haven't quite figured out what. Yeah. Like maybe it might be getting out of the house a little bit. Well, and I think in <laughs> at this time, most of us are feeling that to some extent. Yeah. It right. often takes me a while to come to my conclusion because that's not yeah. normally my answer because I'm usually happy to stay home most of the time, but I think it might be like, and it's not that I'm not seeing people and like socializing, but like mm-hmm. to do, to get out and do something different than I normally do. Like 
it's colder now, so we don't necessarily go for a walk every day. Given the global circumstances, like if I don't need something, I just like go shopping or whatever. So, yeah, I think that might be what's missing because I really can't claim that I'm not doing like things that I enjoy doing. Is it maybe just a little spice and variety that you need? I think that might be it because every day feels like kind of the same because like I have a new game that I'm really enjoying. So I've been playing a little more games than I normally do. And not every day, but a lot of days I've been able to find time to play it, but it's starting to just be like, okay, well, I guess I'll go play like, instead of being like, yeah, I get to go play. Sort of. So I think maybe the variety and the spice of life is a little not so spicy right now. And could that maybe be a little bit what we're mourning with the cake and that the cake is not something that you get very often at all. So it was a little bit of a, a novelty. Yeah, I think that's maybe why, like, it's so confusing because, like, why am I so disappointed about this cake? Like, we don't even have this cake that often. Like, it's not that really, It's I don't know that it's entirely about the cake. I just think I'm basically a little bored with life right now. So it's like, yeah, that thing I was looking forward to is not great anymore. (laughs) So what can we do to introduce a little spice? your week um I think I'm gonna well this week uh my nieces will be coming to stay the night tomorrow so there's that Mm -hmm. um but that also sounds a little bit like work yeah (laughs) it's it's like somewhere in between yeah but but what 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 can we do for you not for autumn not for family not for your marriage but just for you to add a little spice and variety. I think maybe I'll go window shopping. I don't want to tell you why I was going to go in the first place. Cause I have to take back one of her birthday outfits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But when I thought, oh, I'm going to have to take this back. I actually wasn't annoyed. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll go down to South Edmonton common and I'll go to old Navy and I'll go like, Right. I mean, what, what, what about if you did do that? If you, you know, use, because you have to run the errand, you have to return one of her birthday outfits. What if you made a little date out of it for yourself? Do some window shopping, maybe go somewhere for lunch that you love. Yeah. Take some time out of the house. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. I think that will help. Cause I definitely, when I was like, I put, I bought her this little like one piece denim thing and with her cloth diapers, it's too short. So two of the crotch snaps <laughs> keep coming undone on her. <laughs> Fair enough. I have right? to get back and I wasn't, usually I'm annoyed when I have to try and return something and I wasn't. I was like, oh, we'll, we'll go to Old Navy. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll go to South Edmonton Common instead mm-hmm. of Sherwood Park, which is really close. So I feel like, yeah, it's because I need to just get out and do something different. Excellent. Day. Right? Yeah. So you see what we've done here? It's never about the food. Is oh, yeah. it, right? The food is always trying to teach us something, right? It's always trying to tell us something. And often it's trying to tell us that we're we're missing something. We're missing some critical piece in our life. And the food is fulfilling that function. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So if we can figure out what that is and then find non-food ways, we can sometimes feel better. Yeah, right? so a lot of us will eat because we're tired and food is not going to solve the tiredness. Sleep and rest is going to solve the tiredness. So when you're tired and you actually allow yourself some rest and a few nights of good sleep, then all of a sudden the, you know, the overeating because you're, um, you're tired kind of diminishes a little bit. So, and I just want to ask another question though, back to the cake. What if you did love it and you ate four pieces and felt like bloated and disgusting afterwards? How would that feel different? Um, that's always like a good reminder of like why I did the coaching and why I want to lose weight because I'm tired of feeling like that. And it makes me feel like guilty um, and like shameful for eating that way. Like you ate so much cake, you made yourself sick. Um, but so that always kind of helps me to stay on plan and like stay on track in that sometimes avoiding, like reminding myself of the bad feelings I'm trying to avoid is better than like help it is more motivating and helps me power through harder times when then thinking about the good things I'm trying to attain. Right. Yeah. And you see, it takes so much energy to sort through all of that guilt and anger and shame and all of those negative feelings after we overeat versus what you and I just did here in what, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, figuring out what went on with that piece of cake and, and figuring out what the underlying reason was like, this is a little bit of work, but it's less work, <laughs> I think, than the energy it takes to go through that cycle of overeating and then feeling bad over and over again. I think for me, it's like more. I guess deeper work because like it's easy for me for like a while to be like, no, I don't want to feel that way. Like I don't want to feel guilty because I ate till I made myself sick. And I definitely don't want to feel the tech. Cause like aside from having like actual gastro flu, the like m- like the <laughs> tummy aches I give myself are like the worst ones. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't want to feel that way. And it's really easy to like have that like fear of like feeling like that again and staying on track Mm -hmm. for a while, but I Mm -hmm. never really like, it's harder to get at why you keep doing that to yourself. That's why we do the discovery sheets, right? Because why it happens is because in the moment, the relief that the food is going to give you feels much more appealing than whatever consequences are going to come from it an hour or two down the road, right? That's what it is. Cause I'm sure we've all been there that we've been kind of in the middle of eating something that we know is going to make us feel like absolute shit an hour or two down the road. And we don't stop. It's because in the moment, the food is making us feel so good that nothing else matters. And on Monday, when the month two materials come out, there are like five or six different videos on exactly this topic and how to how to work through it. So that's the next skill that you're going to work on um, developing um, in this in this program as well. But it really just all comes down to that habit brain of yours. 
right? It's working on automatic and it is doing everything it can to get you to eat those things in the moment. So we just need to interrupt the cycle. And that is exactly what you did when you were able to pause and recognize that you just weren't enjoying this cake anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's a huge deal because how many times have you been in a similar situation in the past when you're not really loving something and you really want to stop, but you keep eating anyway, right? So like, it's a huge deal that you are able to pause and notice what was really going on um, with this cake. And I I hope, I hope you see like what a huge, this isn't a 1% win. This is like a, like a monumental sort of, we need to mark it on the calendar and give you a big trophy sort of win. I really did. Like on Sunday, I was like, (laughs) that's really good. And then just all of a sudden, like yesterday, I was like, disappointed that I didn't eat that cake and like like, or not disappointed that I didn't eat it, but disappointed that I wasn't like, that I didn't have that feeling of like excitement and like joy about it sort of thing. And that is because you were expecting the cake to give you some excitement and joy and you didn't get what you wanted. No. Right. But now, now, you yeah. know, now you're going to go and you're, you're going to give yourself this little treat of the window yeah. shopping, right. Yeah. And getting out of the house and doing something a little bit different and you'll get your joy and excitement from that. Okay. Thank you so much, Christina, for allowing me to share your story on the podcast today. If you're interested in learning some of the concepts Christina talked about during our coaching session, you can join the nourish yourself body and mind course at any time. We do offer the coaching package several times per year as well, and you'll get first access to that as a student of the course. The course is a six-month program that will teach you everything you need to know to lose weight for the last time. Now, just like Christina did in this coaching session, you'll discover how you, you are using food in your life right now and how to go about changing your relationship with food so that you can meet your health goals without ever feeling restricted or deprived. If you want to know more about the course or if you want to register for it, head on over to www.nourishyourselfbodyandmind.com for more information. All right, next week you'll hear how Michelle works through challenges with overeating on the weekends. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. <laughs>